Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host and reader for today. Um, like I am four out of five days. Uh, Jeremiah is off and he's actually, I think, uh, preparing for his daughter's wedding uh, coming up this week. So um, I may be doing uh, whatever it is, 21.1 by myself. We'll see. We're going to try and get it done ahead of time. Um, but <clears throat> I, um, I, my day yesterday got, uh, uh, away from me. Yesterday was Valentine's day. So happy belated Valentine's day. I hope, uh, everybody had a wonderful day. Um, but it did get away from me. I had a ton of things going on. I had a painter coming in. I have to get the dog vaccinated and then she got sick and, it was just crazy. Plus, I had to go get candy for my kids, and you know, because I always do that every year. I've done it for 24 years, I think. Uh, so anyway, y'all know what it's like. Your day getting away from you, and by the time uh, we finished dinner, I was so tired. I was just exhausted. So uh, I had the intention of doing this podcast yesterday, and, and I am still committed every day. One chapter a day uh, to get in the good word, uh, good news out there to everybody. <clears throat> but um, today we're going to combine again. I know we got all caught up on Sunday and now uh, I don't want it to get uh, behind again. So, um, uh, yeah. So we're going to do episodes 20.2 and 20.3 today, which is chapter 8 and chapter 9. So <clears throat> before we start and before we say prayers... I wanted to go back and revisit the fact that Acts is written by Luke. I, I just wanted, I was looking back here and it says uh, Luke's two books, the Gospel of Luke and the book of Acts, might well be called a two volume history of the New Testament church. Volume one, the history of the founder of the church, and volume two is the history of the followers of the church. So we're talking about. Volume one is the history of Jesus, and then volume two is about the followers <clears throat> in the beginning of the church. So you have to keep that all in mind while we're reading this. And I, I got to tell you, I keep going crazy with the highlighting. And so I, I normally just highlight the stuff that pings on me to discuss, but all of this is so relevant and so interesting to me. So, um, but we're, we got introduced to Saul, uh, who... Um, is I just wanted to kind of give a prelude to the fact that Saul becomes Paul. He gets renamed, and uh, of course he's um, a big, you know, big deal in the church. So, <clears throat> but um, so I just wanted to kind of just give that little bit of uh, information in case you didn't get a chance to read it on your own. Um, so uh, again. Um, Let's go ahead and start with prayer, uh, like we always do, and um, and we'll start uh, reading uh, chapter 8 and chapter 9 today, and then that'll bring us up to speed again. And I apologize again, I'm sorry, <clears throat> but life happens, and that's, you know, just happens. All right, let's pray. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, um, we come before your throne we are so humbled by you and all that you do and and uh, we bring you all the praise and all the glory and on the, all the honor every day um, 
we are so thankful that we get to be called your children and that you love us so much that you sent your only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us, for our sins, so that we will be able to see you in heaven. And um, ultimately, uh, that is the gift. That is the, the big gift. And it was, uh, it came at a price. And that was the price of your son, Jesus's death, his life. And Lord, we thank you for the uh, the information, the, the, the good word that you keep giving to us every day. <clears throat> we thank you for the founders of our church, the apostles who believed in you and believed who you were and, uh, and believed in Jesus and um, are so thankful that they had to go through all what they had to go through. We're not thankful that they had to go through it, but we're just thankful that they did go through it. And Lord, we're just um, in awe of every word that is written in your autobiography. So Lord, thank you so much for loving us. Lord, I thank you for those that are out there listening or watching, and um, I pray blessings over each one of those individuals out there. Um, I, I am committed, and Jeremiah is committed as well, to continue reading uh, one chapter a day and uh, bringing life to your word out there so just use us as your instruments lord we are so thankful that you put this on our heart and that we get to do this so lord just uh, bless this time in your word empty us of ourselves empty us of the world clear our minds and um, help us to understand what it is that you want us to know through the reading today lord take us where you want us to go let us meet the people you want us to meet let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, <clears throat> so uh, we are going to start with 20.2. Uh, I'm going to drink first because I do have a little frog in my throat. I don't know what from. And I'm down to ice. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> so let me get my readers on. And we are episode 20.2. Acts chapter 8. <clears throat> Saul was one of the witnesses, and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. Persecution scatters the believers. A great wave of persecution began that day, sweeping over the church in Jerusalem, and all the believers except the apostles were scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Some devout men came and buried Stephen with great mourning. But Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. Philip preaches in Samaria. <clears throat> but the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. <clears throat> Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who had been paralyzed or lame was, were healed. So there was great joy in that city. <clears throat> a man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest, often spoke of him as the Great One, the power of God. They listened closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. 
But now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and he was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went and he was amazed by the signs and miracle, great miracles Philip performed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this, for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts, for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. Pray for the Lord, pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, that these terrible things you've said won't happen to me. And testifying and preaching the word, oh, I'm sorry, after testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. <clears throat> As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, go south down to the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Kandake, under the Kandake, I don't know what that is, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone, oh, it's, she's the queen of Ethiopia, sorry. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, how can I unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with this same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. As they stood along, as they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. 
The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the town of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he came to Caesarea. All right, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about this. I'm going to write a little note here so I don't forget. Okay. Um, so, again, we're brought uh, Saul to our attention in the very first line. And he's killing, he says, he's, you know, he justifies killing Stephen because he's killing all of the, the believers. And this scatters the believers except for the apostles um, who remain uh, through, let me see, they were scattered through the regions of Judea and Samaria. But I think the apostles are still in Jerusalem. Um and Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church, and he wanted to, you know, dragging men and women out and throwing them into prison. <clears throat> and then Philip is preaching in Samaria, and uh, he's preaching the good news about Jesus. And the crowds listened to him intently because they were eager to hear his message. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who were paralyzed or lame were healed, and there's great joy in the city. So Philip is, is, you know, preaching the good news. And then there's this man named Simon, who was a sorcerer using magic. But now the people believed Philip's message, and when he hears it, he becomes uh, a believer. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. This is in verse 13. Uh, when the apostles came, and they sent for, um, is that right? When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that message, they sent Peter and John there. <clears throat> and then uh, they had not received the Holy Spirit yet. So Peter and John lay hands on the believers and they received the Holy Spirit. And of course, Simon thinks he can buy a Holy Spirit. You can't. You have to have a change of heart. And then he inhabits your heart, right? So... Um, so he offers them money to buy this, uh, the power and Peter, you know, says you, you can't have any part of this for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. And Simon's asking him to pray for him, but it has to come from your own heart. You know, I don't think he was getting it. So I don't know what happened to Simon. Um, maybe we'll hear a little bit more about him later on. Um, so uh, I just thought that was interesting. We kind of left on a little cliffhanger with him. And then uh, Peter and John returned back to Jerusalem. Then you have Philip continuing on. And he, uh, as for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, go south Um and go down to uh, from Jerusalem to Gaza, and he met the treasurer treasurer of Ethiopia, who is a eunuch. And I find it interesting that the eunuch is reading from the book of Isaiah. That's interesting to me. I don't know exactly what the. I mean, he's the treasurer of Ethiopia, so he must be, you know, pretty high up on the on the totem pole. So 
the fact that he's reading from the book of Isaiah, I find it interesting. And of course, Philip hears him and he asks him, do you understand what you're reading? And he's like, how can I understand it if I'm not being instructed? Um, so what I found interesting and I wrote the word, is this a, a coincidence? This is not a coincidence. This is God working in the way that God works. And, you know, he had Philip in the right place at the right time hearing this eunuch um, treasurer uh, reading this particular passage and oh my goodness can you not hear that this is all about Jesus he was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb is silent before the shearers he did not open his mouth Jesus did not speak because Pilate even said to him he's like don't you have anything to say about yourself he was humiliated slapped whipped you know hung up on a cross and received no justice, you know, there was no justice, there was no, that was not a, a, a proper trial. Uh, who can speak of his descendants, for his life was taken from the earth. Um, I don't know exactly what that means, that he, descendants meaning, does he not have children, because he was taken from this earth, and, and he was spotless, so, um, there is a little asterisk there for 33, what does it say, oh, it's Isaiah 53, seven through eight um so the eunuch asked philip you know uh who is he talking about and he starts telling him about jesus this is all about pointing to jesus the whole story of jesus it could not have been orchestrated this is all god's doing so and then of course the eunuch wants to be baptized they stop he gets baptized and then i don't know how the lord snatched philip away but the eunuch never saw him again and went on his way rejoicing i circled the word rejoicing and then philip found himself north at the town of azotus or azotus i don't know how you say that all the way until he got to caesarea 